1: Cruise Radio is brought to you in part by TripInsurance.com. Travel insurance done right by the people who know travel insurance. Get a quote today at TripInsurance.com.
0: Broadcasting from the TripInsurance.com studios in Jacksonville, Florida. This is Cruise Radio. Radio.
1: Hey, what's up? My name is Doug Parker. Thank you so much for checking out this episode of Cruise Radio. Very happy to have you here, my friend. Uh, very happy to be home, too. I just got back from New York City. Holland America had a big announcement yesterday up there where they are teaming up with America's Test Kitchen. It's a big cooking show that's been on PBS for well over a decade every Saturday morning. First person we talked to was the president of Holland America Line, Orlando Ashford, and I asked him how this partnership with America's Test Kitchen came about.
2: Yeah, so it was kind of a collaborative discovery, and so as you if, you, if you've been following Holland America Line, this is kind of the path that we're on. Last year, we were focused on music and entertainment and we introduced a number of branded powerful partnerships to help elevate our entertainment game so we're doing the same thing in food and so um, America's Test Kitchen they service the same demographic they have a loyal dedicated following very similar to that of Holland America Line and it was just as we talked to them and they talked to us it just felt very natural and came together pretty easily. How involved will the program be on the actual ships themselves? Well very and so we're taking our, our culinary centers and we're gonna turn them into a kind of a mock up of, of, the, of the set that they have on the show, if you will. And we're doing what we, so what we just did here at this event. And so we'll take people that love food and teach them how to make these wonderful dishes and do it in a way so that you're producing the best, but it's also easy for that home cook. What's your favorite dish to cook? I'm not a big cook. I'm no. actually more of a grill guy. <laughs> nice. But these dumplings that we made today, uh, I'm amazed because I, I was like, I don't think I can do this. They're like, no, you can, and we did, and they tasted awesome. Good job, by the way. Great seeing you too. Thank you. Same here. Appreciate it.
1: Next, I talked to Julia Davison. and she is one of the personalities from the PBS show Test Kitchen. So naturally, I had to ask her, how excited are you about this partnership with Holland America?
3: Very excited, and it seems like a real natural partnership because we, you know, we do all this testing, we develop recipes, but on a Holland America you have a smaller group you really get to speak to the folks and then you can have small group where you can make the food so you go home not with just a sense of how to make a recipe you actually done it and it's part of your repertoire so and there's not a lot of places where you can do that so you know but people on Holland America line you know they have the time Mm -hmm. and you know the the inspiration to sit down and watch a show so I think it's perfect
1: Have you ever done any cooking on a cruise ship?
3: Never. I've never been on a cruise ship. Oh, wow. We've got to change that. Yes. Well, we're going to. I'm going to go on a Holland America um, line cruise at some point in the next year. Um, And I've I've got to pick my... I don't know if I get to pick my destination or it gets picked for me. But I, I don't think I can lose, really. So...
1: I got to ask you how do you keep your recipe so consistent because I can cook something as easy as spaghetti and maybe come out 50 different ways every time I try it how do you manage to do that
3: yeah that's a, that is um, it's a style of cooking so and in my in my opinion there are two styles of cooks there's people who cook from the hip and that sounds like you mm. you, you you know you you have your general road map but you don't mind taking a detour every once in a while if you have a special ingredient in the house or you're missing something you just wing it but then there's the other cooks and those are Um, people who love to follow the recipe verbatim every time and so unlike you they will measure the amount of salt going in the pasta water they will measure the amount of basil going in the sauce and it's those bits that add up to consistency as well as using the same products over and over because I don't think people realize uh, how different for example the different kind of chicken broth can make your soup taste amazing or like dish water it has nothing to do with how well you've cooked it has to do with the quality of your ingredients which is why our taste tests are so popular and we're hoping to do those on Holland
1: America, too. So pretty much I'm a bad cook.
3: <laughs> no, no, you're a cook-from-the-hip kind of guy, which means you uh, will learn in your own way as you like it. And that's how uh, most professional cooks are as well. Um, you, you cook because you like to do it. There it, you go. It, it feeds your creativity. Um, and you'll come up with some interesting things that you might not find in a recipe. So.
1: It was so great talking to you and seeing you. Have a good one. Yeah, thank you, too. Here with Chris Owen from chriscruises.com. Big partnership announcement today. Holland America teaming up with America's Test Kitchen. Kind of expanding their already big culinary program. What are your thoughts?
0: They changed their slogan to be Savor the Journey, and this is just one more documentable evidence of how they're doing that. Not just adding a celebrity chef's name, but the uh, rock-solid partnership with America's Test Kitchen, kind of the consumer reports of cooking shows.
1: You've been cruising for years. Uh, You've seen the culinary partnerships evolve over the years. Is this kind of a big one?
0: Absolutely. I think it's probably the biggest one to come down the road ever as far as, as as cruise travelers are concerned there's been uh, uh, celebrity chefs have lent their name to the menus of cruise ship dining rooms for years but this is something that cruise travelers foodies people that are just interested in culinary things can get on the ship and learn how to make something and take it home with them. That's always been one of the best parts of cruising, as you know, Doug, is to find some interest interest on the ship and then take it home with you. This will bring that absolutely.
1: If you'd like to find more information about Holland America's partnership with America's Test Kitchen, check out the show notes at cruiseradio.net.
0: This is Cruise Radio. From its rich heritage, picturesque beaches, and unparalleled blue waters, it's no wonder over
1: 7 million people cruise to the Caribbean every year. What do you want to do? Swim with stingrays at Stingray Bay? Go for an island tour? Take a beach break? Or set sail on a catamaran to spend the day snorkeling?
3: park west makes us excited to spend money on art
0: to find out more about park west gallery visit parkwestgallery.com or go to cruiseradio.net and click on the park west gallery icon
3: if you missed any part of the show or want to hear more go to cruiseradio.net and click on radio channel or go to itunes and search cruise radio follow us on twitter at cruise radio Wait,
1: We always like to get your cruise reviews here on the show. If you have one you'd like to share, drop me an email, doug at cruiseradio.net. Heather just returned from a seven night sailing aboard Carnival Freedom out of Galveston, Texas. And you got married on this sailing. So congratulations, Heather. Thank you. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, you and Mike, by the way, how are, how was, uh, marriage life now on land?
4: Oh, it's it's great. Cool. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Very nice. All right. Glad to hear that. Let's uh, let's take a step back here. And before we get on board Carnival Freedom, let's talk about your pre-cruise thoughts. What made you want to, I guess we'll say, what made you want to sail on Carnival Freedom? And what made you want to pick this ship to get married on?
4: Yeah. So obviously we wanted to sail on it because we were getting married and we uh, knew we wanted to do a cruise wedding. We knew we wanted to do summertime too, just for a lot of people that are either in school or they're teachers in school. And so summertime worked best. And we originally wanted to do Carnival Breeze, but I called the wedding department and the breeze was booked solid for the whole summer. So um, then we looked at Freedom because we wanted to do a seven day still. And the Freedom ended up working out better for us anyway, because it has a few things that the breeze doesn't like Mm -hmm. Carnival Freedom has both the Alchemy Bar and Red Frog Pub, whereas Carnival Breeze doesn't have an Alchemy Bar. Mm -hmm. And Freedom is also the only other ship besides Vista that has a Dr. Seuss Bookville, which was really cool because we had some little kids traveling with us too. So that was a really nice feature for them.
1: For sure, yeah. So you make your way to the port there. How was embarkation once you got to (laughs) Carnival Freedom? Now, I, I assume you would get on earlier because you were getting married on the ship.
4: Yeah, a really cool part about getting married is you get to be the first people on the ship. Nice. Um yeah, we were like even before sweet guests and diamond and platinum and all that, like we were I was the like, the very first person to, you know, get on the ship. It was it was pretty awesome. So yeah, embarkation was a breeze and our entire wedding party and all our guests and every all of us boarded all together at the same time, and we went through the terminal, and they announced us, and everyone, like, stood up and was cheering for us, and it was, it was really cool. We felt like royalty, so.
1: Cool. They, they let you uh, be the first one on the ship. Just curious, what time was your wedding? Mm-hmm.
4: The wedding ceremony started at 1 p.m. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah.
1: Cool. So you make your way on board the ship, uh, and I mm-hmm. assume, was this your first time on Carnival Freedom?
4: Well, sailing, yeah, but as part of the wedding package, you get to tour the ship okay. before the wedding. So I had toured it in April, but first time sailing, yeah. Cool.
1: So what were your impressions whenever you walk on board the ship?
4: It's typical Carnival ship. I, you know, the decor is this typical Carnival crazy decor. But as a repeat Carnival cruiser, it kind of just feels like coming home to sure. me. You know, so I, you know, but I, I would say it's a very clean ship. It doesn't show its age. So I was, you know, I was really impressed.
1: You make your way to your stateroom. What kind Mm -hmm. of stateroom did you have? And what did you think about it for the week?
4: We absolutely loved our stateroom. We were in a premium Vista balcony, which is like an aft balcony, but it's on the corner. And so our balcony alone was like 75 square feet. It was just, it was massive. Like some, well, some of our guests that were sailing with us came in and they were like, your balcony is bigger than my seat. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was a great room, tons of space, which was great because we had a lot of extra stuff for like the wedding and all that. So we needed the extra space and just, I mean, You couldn't beat the views, you know, we could see off the back of the ship, we could see off the side of the ship. I mean, it was, it was
1: perfect. Are those premium Vista cabins, is the interior space larger or is it just the balconies that are bigger?
4: Well, I think technically they're the same square footage, mm-hmm. but it felt larger because it was a corner room sure. and like their layout's different, so it felt bigger.
1: Gotcha. Uh, let's talk about dining on board Carnival Freedom. Of course, you have mm-hmm. the steakhouse, you have the Lido, the main dining room, and Guy mm-hmm. Fieri, and Blue Iguana Cantina. So mm-hmm. let's start at the Lido Deck area and work our way outside from there. What were your thoughts?
4: Lido Deck was great. The buffet was great. Um... I definitely hit up guys' burgers uh, Mm a few times. The blue Gonna cantina is, I like to hit it for breakfast even more so than lunch because those like hash browns Mm -hmm. are just, they're just killer. (laughs) And and then I also went to the fish and chips once or twice in the back of the ship, which hopefully they're not charging for soon. But, (laughs) (laughs) and those were, that was amazing. I mean, it was just so, I don't know, juicy or not juicy, but. Awesome. Yeah. yeah, just just <laughs> awesome. I mean, for free fried seafood, I mean, you can't you can't beat it. Let's talk about
1: the uh, the main dining room. Uh, what time dining did you have?
4: We had the late dining, so that was like eight fifteen, and that worked out really well. We had two big tables for most of our wedding guests that were all sailing. And our head waiter was amazing. The maitre d' came over to us several times too. So like they really went out of their way to take care of us. And another cool thing was that whatever leftover wedding cake we had, they would come and serve it every night (laughs) to us. I think it only lasted like three more nights. but (laughs) (laughs) That was really cool because part of a cruise wedding, you can't take your wedding cake off for you know regulations and all that but it was yeah. cool that we got to finish it though and at, at the main dining room
1: cool so they made your cake on the ship then
4: yeah it was really cool we had um a four-tiered cake oh. it's based on how many guests you have attending and all that but um but yeah it was a really good cake
1: did uh you do the steakhouse at all
4: yes we did do the steakhouse and that was amazing i mean for the price i mean that you just can't beat a four course meal for 35 bucks i mean it was it was off i would pay 35 dollars for that lobster bisque alone i mean (laughs) (laughs) it's so good
1: (laughs) let's uh let's switch gears here and talk about the entertainment aboard uh, carnival freedom i know you were probably entertained yourself with your wedding guests you had on board the ship so uh (laughs) but did you get a chance to catch any shows or comedy or around the ship musicians
4: Yeah, so we didn't go to any any of the theater shows, but we did go to like the Love and Marriage show, which is just an event in and of itself. Um, That was hilarious. We hit the piano bar a few nights. The guy, I think his name was Carson Rhodes. He was really good. And I had never been to a piano bar before in in, in the ships. I don't know why I had just never gone before. So that was was really fun. I went to the comedy club one night. Eh, The guy was kind of... Just not that funny. So. But yeah, kind of like you said, my main entertainment, we had 27 people sailing with me and my husband. So mainly we just we would meet up at either Red Frog Pub or Alchemy Bar or whatever and just kind of catch up on our days. And sure. Red Frog Pub had a, a beer pong tournament every single day. So that was pretty cool. We <laughs> did that a few times.
1: Nice. Uh, the Love and Marriage Show. You were probably the, the most recent couple married on this ship. Did you participate in the show?
4: No, my husband pretty much threatened to like divorce me if I was gonna volunteer us, and we even sat in like the second tier in the theater because I mean he was like very adamant about no, we're not doing that.
1: <laughs> I I noticed a a theme here revolving around the Alchemy Bar and the Red Frog mm-hmm. Pub. So did you have a uh, like a beverage package? Did you pur- uh, purchase one?
4: Yeah, my husband and I absolutely purchased the beverage package. It just it's really worth it for us. He really, he can drink probably enough for the both of us. So it's definitely worth it for him. <laughs> and then for me, it's just, it's really worth it with all of the coffees and, and all the specialty drinks. But then I also appreciate it because you can order like top shelf liquor. So I like, you know, a vodka and club soda, but you can get like the Grey Goose VX. That's like $15 a shot, but it's included in your package. So.
1: For me, I mean, I'm not a huge drinker, but just for, like, the coffee, the bottled water, and the milkshakes alone, I think, per day would do it for me.
4: Yeah, uh, yeah. You,
1: you don't realize how much – like, when you have that option there, you can just get as much as you want. You you yeah. tend to overindulge on – All of them. So uh, moving on then, let's talk about the sea days. Of course, one thing Mm -hmm. that really defines a cruise ship is how it behaves at sea. And you had a seven-night sailing, so I know Mm -hmm. you had a couple of sea days. How was the ship Mm -hmm. as far as inside and outside with passenger flow by the pool and all that?
4: It was really great with passenger flow. There was... Several days where I saw chairs open on the deck, um, although the pool was super packed. I mean, that pool was a little small, I would say, for as many people that are on the ship. But yeah, there's lots of things to do inside, you know, auctions and sales and bingo and all that stuff going. There's so much going on inside, and it kept people busy, and it, it, the flow was great.
1: Nice. Now, uh, let's talk about the ports you hit. Which ports mm-hmm. did you hit on the Seven night Sailing, and which one was your favorite?
4: We hit Cozumel, Grand Cayman, and Ocho Rios, Jamaica, mm-hmm. and I think I would have to say that Ocho Rios was my favorite. In Cozumel, we hit uh, Mr. Sancho's, which is like an all-inclusive beach, um, and we've been there a few times, so it was, you know, just as fun as it's been the last few times. Um, in Grand Cayman, we did a snorkel tour through Carnival to the USS Kittywake and Cheeseburger Reef, <laughs> mm-hmm. and that was really cool. Um, I'm not super great at swimming and snorkeling and all that, but it turned out to be a really fun experience. Um, but Jamaica, we we did um, also another carnival excursion. It was a party cruise on a catamaran <laughs> to Dunn River Falls. Nice. So we took a catamaran over which was better because some people said the bus ride there was kind of long and so we ended up being some of the first people at dun river falls and it took us a little over an hour to climb Dunn river falls which is an amazing experience and then on our catamaran bag they were serving rum and punch and rum and cokes and all that um So that was fun, and then we hit up Margaritaville, which could just be an excursion in and of itself, if you ask me. Like that was, they know how to entertain you there. It was, it was such a good time. So I, I'm like trying to get back to Jamaica as soon as possible.
1: Uh, This sounds like a a, like an alcohol infused vacation for you. I mean, (laughs) or (laughs) honeymoon.
4: It was my wedding. I mean, I was hey, having a good time. Hey, you know, I, I do the same thing. I want to ask you,
1: about <laughs> Mr. Sancho's, uh, uh-huh. how was that? I, I, a lot of people talk about it, but I've never actually <laughs> been myself. I always see signs for it at the pier or when I do cruise research about Cozumel. But how was <laughs> like Mr. Sancho's? How much did you pay?
4: Yeah. Well, like I said, we've been several times, so we clearly love it. Mm -hmm. Um, It's $55 a person and it's all inclusive. So all your drinks and all your foods included, it's like a less than a 10 minute cab ride from the port. And it's like less than 10 bucks to each way, I think, for the cab. And yeah, it's great. The beach is beautiful. You get typically they'll like assign a waiter to you or your group or whoever. So you'll have somebody who's taking care of you all day and, you know, bringing your drinks and bringing your food. So you don't even have to get up, but there's a pool area. There's plenty of beach space. There's, I think they include snorkel gear in your pass, Mm -hmm. but then they also have some other things that you can pay extra. Like when I went, back in November I paid like 30 bucks and I did horseback riding on the beach that was amazing so I would absolutely recommend it it's a really great beach to go to
1: Awesome uh, so your ship makes its way back to the Port of Galveston how uh, was the disembarkation process for you
4: <laughs> It was kind of a nightmare it was it took mm-hmm. almost almost 2 hours to get nice. back to our car. So, I think a lot of people chose to do self assist that day because we were zone 1, which we were like, "Oh, cool, we'll get off early." And our paperwork said we were going to be called at 8:30 and we weren't called until like 9:30. Oh. So, and then they called zone 1 through 10 and then like not 5 minutes later they just called 10 through 20 and so it was just like a mad rush and <laughs> yeah it was kind of a nightmare but you this know
1: vacation always sucks there for some reason
4: yeah yeah it does i don't know what Galveston's doing, yeah i've been <laughs> twice
1: and it's been horrible both times yeah, yeah interesting um yeah. well do you have any first time tips you may have for someone sailing um either carnival freedom or sailing out of galveston
4: Yeah, I would definitely download the Carnival Hub app. That was a really great tool that I used for the whole cruise. I would also say do your research. There was a few things that we... There's so much to do on the ship that we even missed a few things. You know, we thought we're pretty experienced know-it-all cruisers and we still miss some stuff so like we didn't go to the skybox sports bar because we were thinking it was like the same one as carnival triumph and we went last november on the triumph and it was kind of like not much there and come to find out the one on freedom has like hot soft pretzels and like a much bigger you know, drink menu and all that. And we're like, Oh man, we would have gone. So, you know,
1: yeah, for sure. Uh, Looking back, what was your biggest highlight of your seven night cruise?
4: Aside from the wedding, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I would probably say just maybe Jamaica. I think Jamaica, just the whole day, the people there were so friendly and they just really made it a special, special port, I guess.
1: Cool. Well, in closing, give me your final (laughs) thoughts of carnival freedom.
4: It's, A really great ship. I never ate a bad meal the entire week. I mean, the food was amazing. The crew was amazing. Everyone went so out of their way to make us feel welcome and have fun the whole week. The entertainment was great. Super kid-friendly ship. And the aft balconies are amazing. So if you can splurge, I would suggest doing that. But yeah, love the ship.
1: Yeah, very nice. We've been talking with Heather. She just returned from a seven-night... Western Caribbean sailing aboard Carnival Freedom out of Galveston, Texas. Heather, thanks so much for being on the show, and uh, we'll talk to you soon.
4: Absolutely. Thanks, Doug.
1: A big question we get at Cruise Radio is, how do I know if I need trip insurance? Simple answer. If you're getting on a plane, taking a road trip, or getting on a cruise ship, you need to have travel insurance.